Today's lesson is on global warming and its effects on the states. Connecticut, gone. Massachusetts, gone. Whatever, whatever's in between Connecticut and Massachusetts. Because Massachusetts is M-A-S-S and Connecticut is C-O-N-N. But what's I-2? Rhode Island. Rhode Island, gone, global warming. New Hampshire, gone, Maine, gone. Vermont's probably fine. Hey, Dom, what are you up to? Just making a lasagna out of stale peanuts. I'm glad you're getting into experimenting in the kitchen, but I don't think that's the right food for our party. It's not for a party, it's for my teacher, Mr. Hodgepodge. Who? Mr. Hodgepodge. This squirrel that taught me everything I know right now and made me who I am today. Oh, sorry. I still don't see what that has to do with the National Podcast Day party, though. It's not National Podcast Day. It's National Teacher Appreciation Week. Welcome to National Podcast Day, a podcast celebrating national days at this uncertain time to be alive. I'm your host, Nicole. I'm your other host, Dominic. And this is Teacher Appreciation Week. So there are 3.2 million teachers in the United States, according to the internet. And that means one in 115 people, one person is a teacher. And in this household, out of five people, we have two teachers. So we are over the national average. Sometimes it feels like it, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so we have these special guests who've agreed to join us today. Our listeners may already be familiar with Mimi and Papa, Mimi being a thrifting extraordinaire and Papa being our special guest for Record Store Day. So first of all, I'd love it if they could introduce themselves as teachers. Hi, my name is Mrs. C. And I copied Mrs. C because we started together 14 years ago and I am Mr. C. And what do you each teach? I teach second grade in Beloit. And I teach uh, business classes in uh, at Beloit Memorial High School. And formerly family consumer classes. So how long have you both been teachers? We started the same year as first year teachers. I was in DeForest and uh, Tony was a uh, Mr. C was in Beloit. So we all together taught 14 years. We're finishing up our 14th year. We'll start our 15th year next fall. Who was your favorite teacher as a kid? That's a hard one for me because I went to the Catholic school across the street from me and there were a lot of nuns and some of the times they weren't always nice to me. But uh, I would have to say my high school home ec teacher was one of my favorites. She uh, graduated with my father and so she took me under her wings to let me teach at a very young age. I got to teach a special ed sewing class when I was in high school, which was really cool to do. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. All right, Mr. C. My favorite teacher, hands down, was my band director, Mr. I. And he was my favorite uh, teacher because he was very flexible and very loose, but he had a high standard, and he would hold you accountable for things. And I always thought if I were ever, ever to become a teacher, which I had only thought about a little bit, that that would be the kind of teacher I'd want to be. All right, what do you like most about being a teacher? And Mr. C, you can answer this one first. Uh, most of the time, I like the students. Not all the time, 
but most of the time. And the kids, uh, because it's high school, the kids are very um, real and not afraid to speak their mind and are fun and will basically banter back and forth with me who happens to be a little bit of a smart aleck himself. And so my bald spot and my pancake booty have been put on Instagram several times as far as I know. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, fun stuff like that. But um, but typically it's really just that the kids make everything new all the time and I, I can never get bored. All right, Mimi, has your uh, backside ever appeared on Instagram? No, no, and my bald spot hasn't either. I don't know why, but my kids in second grade really don't get into taking pictures of me in that way. <laughs> uh, they get into giving me a hug and a huge smile every day and telling me about their life and the fun things that they do. They love reading and listening to stories and being able to respond back and ask some really great questions. They just, they love school yet most of the time. And it's fun teaching kids that love to be at school and love to be in the classroom. Um, another question. Have you actually been given an apple ever? Of course. I've been given an apple by many kids because in second grade, they think that's really, really cool to bring an apple and put it on your table and tell you it's from them. And a lot of times I think they just have grabbed it out of their lunch and somebody packed it for them. They decided that they were giving it to me instead of eating it themselves. Uh, I have gotten two apples and they both have been a chocolate form in a box. So I've gotten two apples that I can remember. and they Chocolate were... apples? Chocolate apples, chocolate-shaped yeah. apples in a box. Wow. Nothing but the best. So that leads us into our next question, which is... When is a time you felt appreciated? By your students. Um, appreciated all the time, honestly. So I think that's kind of what makes it worth it. Even the kids that are a pain in the butt have their way of showing that they appreciate your effort. So I would say very often. Um, there's probably one story that stands out among the others, which was a, a surprise birthday celebration that I didn't even know the kids knew it was my birthday, where they smuggled in two bottles of wine uh, and a cake to give to me for my birthday. Goodness. <laughs> How many other teachers can say that their kids not only asked which wine they looked like and the teacher didn't know they were asking for and then actually brought them wine in school for their birthday. Okay, once again, I have to say that my kids haven't brought me wine to school. <laughs> I don't know why the second graders aren't doing that for me, but sure. Well, anyways, we won't go into it. Um, they, I think the sweetest thing that kids probably do for me is just to write me a note in their own handwriting about how much they love uh, me as a teacher or something that I've done with them and it just means a lot for them to go through and just write that quick note and say something sweet and they do it quite often yet at second grade so it's it's a very nice thing and it's usually the kid that's just about on your last nerve and they come across with this cute note that says thanks for doing this and you're like oh gosh okay I'll, I'll forget everything that you did today so that's my best thing so for a final question I was hoping you could each describe the other as a teacher using three to five adjectives. I think we could go one and then another. And then uh, another. Okay, so perfect. We could see who can win the war of words. <laughs> All right. Mr. C. I would say uh, hardworking. 
hardworking? I would say um, sarcastic. <laughs> I would say competitive. As a teacher. I would say. <laughs> With her husband. Yeah. <laughs> as a teacher. Uh, uh, I would say a great communicator. That has to go with him uh, emailing Facebook time, or Facebook uh, with the students nonstop. I would say jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I would say giving. I would say very compassionate. I would say uh, loves his students. I would say... <laughs> Loves her students. And that will be it. <laughs> yeah, so that took a lot of twists and turns. Um, I apologize, that was my idea. <laughs> so thank you to Mr. C and Mrs. C for coming on the show today. Dominic, do you have any words to describe them as teachers that they missed? Competitive, again. <laughs> How about never stop working? Yeah. Very dedicated. All right. Well, thanks again. This has been another episode of National Podcast Day. And everyone, appreciate a teacher in your life. Uh, it's the end of the week, so get it in now. Pennsylvania, not going to be okay. Minnesota, going to be okay. Wisconsin. I don't know about the Great Lakes, Michigan, Illinois, Indiana, they are all threatened, Iowa, <laughs> Colorado, Kansas, Nebraska, Wyoming, South Dakota, North Dakota, Montana, Idaho is okay, I guess, Nevada, Utah, New Mexico isn't okay, Oklahoma, also isn't okay. Arkansas, Mississippi isn't okay. Tennessee, Kentucky, West Virginia, Virginia are okay. North Carolina, South Carolina are both pretty much dead. Florida, Louisiana, Texas, Hawaii, Alaska, they're all gone. The only safe place is Missouri. It's in the middle, not even close to the Great Lakes.